This week we bring you part one of our Great American Beer Fest recap. This is episode 93 of The Malting Hour. What's the hat sound the hops guy yeast that's beast? This the molten hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends you wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted, where you getting wasted? The molten hour here, people, people take your places. People, people take your places. People, people take your home. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Gullick, joined always with Brandon Winningtron and Dan. <laughs> easy, easy on the mic, Dan. Easy on the mic. <laughs> I know we're not all there in the same place for to control this, so just take it easy. I can do whatever I want. You can't stop. You me. can back. You just just back up from the mic. You don't need to lean into it every time. Okay. <laughs> try, try try say it's Dan again. It's Dan. Dan. Perfect. Perfect. That's all you need to do. <laughs> Ah, uh, how's it going, guys? Good, man. How are you? Good. It feels like the trip never ended talking with you guys right now. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> no, I mean that in the worst way possible. <laughs> no, that was, uh, this is, uh, th- yeah, so uh, if you guys are, if you guys listen to the podcast, I'm assuming you're following us on uh, social media and you know that we were just at the Great American Beer Fest 40th anniversary in Denver, Colorado uh, last weekend. And uh, this is our recap show. And, um, you know, right off the bat, uh, I'm just going to say what a terrible, terrible time I had no longer being there because it was such a great time being at that festival. Even with you guys, it was a great time. I'm, I'm you know, and I mean that because you guys <laughs> No, I, I, I really had a great time. That, it was it was fucking awesome. And it was great. I'm glad the three of us got to go and do this. Unfortunately, Clark did not get to join us. Uh, but, uh, yeah, what about, uh, you, Brandon, what, uh, just a quick takeaway before we, you know, get a little <clears throat> deeper into it. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, uh, super enjoyable. Um, I will say it was super quick. Um, just that whole whirlwind of like, and even how we finished up Saturday and like falling asleep, getting up hella early. Um, you know, it just, it made me miss being able to stay in Denver a little bit longer. Um, but the, the festival was great. Everyone was super chill and nice. We ran into some really cool people. And, yeah, overall, it was – it. I think it. I had more fun this time than I did last time, I would say. I did, I did too. Uh, and I think that's because – I was there. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. No. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say – no, it, it was no change. It, it was probably more fun with you, Dan. Uh, you, you did a lot of guiding – I felt like you guided us a lot uh, at the end of Friday and the beginning of Saturday. I felt like we were chasing you, and I mean that in a good way. You had some places you wanted to hit up, and I felt like I got a chance to maybe try some beers. I wasn't necessarily seeking out uh, if it wasn't for you. But, Brandon, back to what you said about maybe having a little bit more, more fun this time. I think it's because we were already kind of used to it, and the first time we went back in, shit, when was that again, 2018? If I remember yep, correctly. 2018. Yeah, that was like, that was that, that was such a fast trip. I for me at least, I got there Friday night. We were hanging out at like eleven o'clock at night, and then we went to the fest, and then we went to Oktoberfest, and then I I was back at home by like ten o'clock, same way this it was this time. But yeah, I think it was just a lot to take in on the first trip. Dan, this being your first trip, what was uh, what was your impression would takeaway? You know, 
from the the fest i really liked it i liked spending time with you guys um it was so so friday we went in and it was a little overwhelming at first and then saturday i felt like i had my head on my shoulders and i like knew where everything was and i was able to sort of like plan my routes better as far as like oh yeah i want to go in this section i want to hit like bang 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 and then go all the way over to you know the numbers or the the a's and knew what to kind of hit there just knowing the lay of the land made it really smooth on the, the second day and i really enjoyed it yeah i think just in general the way it was laid out is is i don't think you can do it any better than the way that they did it but it is a lot to take in especially if it's your first time going like i said it was like, like you said too it's a little overwhelming if that's your first time going and if you can do it really like two sessions it, it sounds like it's a lot but man it, it, it was it made it a lot more interesting and you got a chance to obviously try more and if there was something that you liked from friday or whatever day that you you, you had missed and you can go the next day to like seek that out right away um you know you've got that uh advantage as well um before we get to the actual fest uh we were lucky enough um to be invited by Boston Beer Company and Dogfish Head to attend a brunch. Does anybody want to talk a little bit about that? That when we first landed, <laughs> right away, <laughs> grabbed the car and headed straight to brunch to start drinking. And it was it was ironic how <laughs> it, it like the timing worked out almost perfectly. I think we pulled up and parked at like. 858 like AM. 8.55. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like 8.55. And, set, and things started at 9-ish. Um, I don't think they actually got going till it was closer till 10 o'clock um, when the speakers came. And honestly, I didn't know what to expect. And I don't think um, Tony or Dan, I don't think you guys did either. Like, But when we got in there, we were kind of like looking at some of the material that they had. And we were kind of reviewing, you know, like they had a little QR code to scan. And it was labeled as, you know... This you know Sam, I'm gonna butcher his last name. Calgion. Calgion. And uh, I was gonna say we, we we can go to we can go to Dan for and, and, we, uh, heard it, we heard it two different ways there. Yeah, Calgion and Calgion. That is true. And Jim Cook, um, speaking. Uh, well, like, well, their names were listed as like you know as, as their event, and then as we were kind of sitting there enjoying our uh, delicious brunch that they served us, both of them walked in, and I was kind of blown away. It was like, it, it's. If you're a beer nerd, that's like a celebrity that you want to run into, you know. Absolutely. And we were fortunate enough to run into them and get to hear them speak and tell some stories. Uh, Real quick, I, I forgot who I sent the picture to, but someone was, I think it was maybe my, my other buddy, Dan. Uh, he had replied, hey, that's the guy from the commercial, our picture with uh, Jim Coe. <laughs> you sure he wasn't talking about me? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Dan, are you in a lot of commercials? <laughs> yeah. Are, are you in commercials we don't know about? No, I don't know. Are you doing ads on the side? Um, make some that, revenue. Yeah, that's how he. That's how he funds the hip hop's channel. Um, but yeah, so that it was. It was super cool, kind of seeing them and getting to hear them speak. And um, Rhinehouse is a cool spot. We got to go there before it opens to the public. They normally open at three. We were there at nine a.m. and they graciously made us some bomb ass food. I was going to say the food was really good. And Dan, you are. Are you wait? You're just vegetarian, right? You're not vegan. Correct. Correct. Okay, I should know that by now. For some reason in my head, uh, all of a sudden, I was like, wait, he might be vegan. But I know you're vegetarian. The, then he ate a lot of like, stuff he shouldn't eat. <laughs> I yeah. was going to say, yeah. The yeah, three sorry. helpings uh, of uh, scrambled eggs that I had. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Dead giveaway. Uh, Dan, how did you feel about that breakfast? Because uh, it was, it was. I mean, there's a lot of meat there too. No, it was good. I mean, we uh, the multi hour turned into the potato hour, and we were like <laughs> reviewing potatoes, breakfast potatoes. Yeah, two, two days in a row. Yeah, no, the potatoes. We were will have good. A- We'll, we'll do a breakfast. I think maybe for January, if we're not drinking, we should just do uh, four episodes about food. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. How's that? Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Sounds good. We should do a uh, kegs and eggs episode one day, too. That was like our St. Patrick's Day episode. We just didn't eat. We just drank. Uh, that, that's true. <laughs> that is true. But, yeah, it was it was great. The food was awesome. Uh, and, of co- like, I say of course, but it didn't, like, click right away when I got there that, like, Obviously, they're going to be serving beer when we get there. You know what I mean? Because in my mind, I'm like, well, we're civilized adults. It's a Friday morning. <laughs> but we're in Denver for the Great American Beer Fest, invited by two breweries to have a brunch. So, of course, they're going to be serving beer. I got uh, Sam Adams, just straight up Boston lager. I don't know, do you guys remember what you got while you were? I think we both had 60-minute. Yep. Mm. And they also had That's right. they had October, uh, Sam Adams' Oktoberfest. I'm trying to remember what else they had. I, I did have the Oktoberfest as well. That is my other beer for this episode. I am drinking another beer right now, but I am going to have a Sam Adams Oktoberfest for this. Um, so yeah, so the so we're getting through the breakfast, and uh, while we're I think I think while we were sitting down to eat is when we saw Jim and Sam come in, correct? correct. Uh, and then all of a sudden it was, hey, there's going to be a presentation. Uh, if you guys also follow, the, you know, again follow us on Instagram. I think we posted a picture of the what was set up on the bar. If not. It'll be up there uh, with this episode or, or whatever yeah. following this. Um, whole week's we, gonna be we got... a lot of uh, posting of the content. Yeah, yeah. So just keep following us if you want to see more. There might be a video of one of us singing too. Uh, the first thing we got to try was Sam Adams Utopias, uh, which, if I'm not mistaken, was the 2000. That's I heard 2011. Did anybody else hear somebody say 2011? So the dude that was serving said 2011, but then Jim mm-hmm. Cook when he looked at the bottom of the utopias bottle it said 2022 i think 2021 that's right and i had said jim coke already earlier so scratch that I, which i already know is cook but reminding myself not to say coke i said it anyways um so yeah i had to check in as 2011 i don't know regardless it was uh, dan was that your first time having Se- utopias? second time second time brandon you and i have had that before Correct. together yeah um that was a way to really start it really kind of set things off for the weekend to be honest yeah, to set the to tone a, <laughs> i mean i mean you guys had 60 minute ipa i had uh, boston lager we had two craft beer staples and then to follow that right up was you know utopias which if you guys don't know it's technically considered a strong ale um but it's really i mean it's it's 20 27 28 uh, abv percent abv it's basically like a to me it reminds me of Brandy. She's a fine girl. And what a good wife she would be. Carry on. <laughs> Anyways, uh what do you, I was gonna ask what you guys think about it, but since you didn't laugh at my joke, we're gonna move on to the next beer that they served us, which was uh that was the only thing that we got to have from uh Sam Adams because that was all he brought. He talked for a while too, uh talking about hey. what they were doing. Yeah, what, what's up? No, they like brought around. They didn't bring it to us. Oh, but they, they brought they did they bring it or was it Oktoberfest? They did bring around something else. I think, I think it was Boston Lager. I might have been wrong, but they That's were like, right. I think they like thought we had already had it because we had the sixty minute and it kind of was similar color a little bit. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's how we got denied. Because yeah. I saw them pouring, like, full... Full draft, like, like pints. And, no, and, and they weren't draft. They were pour, pouring them out of bottles. They were? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, and the thing that, that uh, Jim was talking about was how they uh remastering Sam Adams' Boston Lager. They've, uh, from, from what he tells us, there has only really been four to five actual tweaks to the original recipe. And that this now, what's going to be coming to the shelves is one step closer to what the brewer uh, is calling perfection to, to Sam Adams' uh, Boston Lager. So I don't know if I'll tell a difference, but I'm going to try it because every now and then I, I, I do buy Sam Adams' Boston Lager. Uh, and they also talked a little bit about the uh, well, no, that was later, the, the non-alcoholic uh, beers um, and how that happens. That's the Q&A session. Um, after that, then Sam came up, and we got to try two beers uh, from Sam Adams. Or sorry, from Dogfish Head. One that was just bottled uh, the Monday. We were there on Friday, and it was bottled the, that same Monday. We got to try uh, Crimson Crew, um, and I, I don't really have a description for I, it. So uh, I will say that that did was... Did you look it up? Oh, um, I found it. Never mind. Well, they um, he also <laughs> made quick. the comment that we were the first people who didn't work for the breweries mm. to try it, which Correct. was pretty cool. I really liked it. Uh, it says deep copper, candied citrus, cherry, caramel, toffee, malty, stewed fruits, plum, full-bodied, slightly warming, 7.1%. It's technically considered a red ale slash other, according well, to Untapped. And they also, so on Untapped, it doesn't have the full description. I remember him specifically saying that it was a blend of Rodenbach Grand Cru. So it's blended. That's right. It's like a red ale Excellent. that they made blended with Grand Cru, which is like a almost like a Flemish sour type of beer. And if I'm not mistaken, there's a Rodenbach, like the logo is on the bottle. Yeah. I have to go back to the picture. I think it is. Uh, did you get, You guys like that one, right? I did. I loved it, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. <clears throat> Actually, they came around towards the end. I think, Brandon, you had gone to the bathroom, and Dan, you were trying one of your many times to get a picture. Uh, they came back around. With, they still had pours of, of Grand Crew, or the, of that, of the Crimson Crew, and I agree. Oh, yep, there it is. That R is the Rodenbach, yeah. Yep. Um, so I did get to have a little bit more of that. The next one they did was uh, the Wake Up Worldwide Stout. Uh, if you guys are not familiar, Worldwide Stout is an Imperial Stout, and this one, per Sam, has the equivalent has, has the equivalent of two cups of coffee in a twelve ounce bottle, and it tasted like it. Yeah, it did. I loved it. I love coffee. I really, so re- that yeah. Was I like... love coffee. I love coffee beers. Clark would have hated it. I, Clark is not a big coffee beer guy. That's that's shocking. What? Because he's like an early yet, he's like an early morning dad. Like how does, yeah, how does and, that drink and and every time Cafe Death comes out, he gets it. <laughs> does he not like coffee? Like just like straight uh, up. No, he likes coffee. I I don't think he's just he's just I don't think he's just a huge fan of coffee beers in general. Oh, okay. It's got to be like you know something that really stands out to him. Uh, but yeah, that kind of that kind of wrapped up. I mean, that's that's an you know a very shortened version of that brunch. Uh, that was a good time. That was awesome. We got a we got a picture with Jim. Uh, we tried getting a picture with Sam, but that didn't happen. Uh, we were going to go on some tours of a brewery, but since we all had or or, or multiple breweries. Uh, that was going to take place right after this brunch, but because we had all been up since around three thirty and had gone to bed around eleven, we decided it was best for us to enjoy the fest by going back to the hotel, or actually checking into the hotel and and taking a quick 
nap, which you know, <clears throat> lasted how long? Thank God the hotel had minutes. a room available for us to do that. Absolutely. That was awesome. Uh, and Dan had to unfortunately watch the Tampa Bay Rays lose their first game of two that they were going to lose <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, Dan. Uh, <clears throat> but you did get some soccer in. Uh, yeah, so um, after that... We ventured out, and uh, for I'm going to skip the 7-Eleven story. We don't need to go through that. Dan and I were accosted, uh, but we, we ended we up the going. Coffee shop. Oh yeah, we did. What's the name of that coffee shop? Oh, I took a picture of it. Tea and me, me and uh, Leaf and yeah, Leaf and it Bean. Was, it was two Bean teas. And leaf. It was um, tea with Tay Cafe. Tea with Tay Cafe, which, which was it, it was super great place. Yeah, but it, it's so funny because so you guys know, like right next to the hotels, there <laughs> is right. a Starbucks. Uh, and I usually skip that one and get the one that was closer to my office. That was the Starbucks that was there. And it like, so you walk in there, it looks like somebody stripped out a Starbucks and then put up some like new signs. Um, cause it's very Starbucks vibe. Um, but also very local coffee shop vibe. And, um, while I didn't get any coffee there, the folks there were super cool and chill. It was, it was a cool spot. They were super nice. And the coffee was very good. I drank mine very fast. Mm. I needed that espresso jilt. We ended up, uh, per Dan's uh, uh, request, over at uh, Oscar Blues, uh, their tap room, the tap uh, brew pub. Sorry, yes, brew pub, tap room. No, they're not brewing in there, are they? No, I don't think so. Tap room and restaurant, Uh, which was fun. That was cool. It was a little crowded when we got there, but uh, food was good, and we all got there. Which I got an email this week of it just being released. Hazy Blues is just released this week in uh, cans. So nice. I feel like that was another like first time thing we probably got to try. That uh, a whole bunch of other people didn't get to try. So, yeah, Hazy think, Blues. I think that's pretty good. The bar, bartender waitress, I think she said that it like just happened. Silver. Oh, Shout yeah, out silver. to Silver over at Oscar Blues. What a great job you did. Silver, like the tequila. <laughs> <laughs> right. And who doesn't love tequila? Right, Silver? Right. Um, that was a good time. That was that was fun. Uh, so it kind of prepped us and got us uh, in the right mindset to head to, on to. I have to say. Oh, go ahead. Please, please, bomb please. ass veggie burger there. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Sa- uh, their fish and chips, fish and chips were also very good. Yeah, they had like a sautéed jalapeno mushroom and then like a beer cheese on top. Ooh! And Brandon, you got the spicy chicken sandwich. I did, and it was very tasty. It, you and I were going to go for wings, and Silver came back with the information that wings were not available. Bummer! Almost lost us. Almost lost us. We almost walked out. We almost walked out at them. Um, yeah, and so uh, from there, we headed out. And do we go back to the hotel first? I think we got our badges. Like the song? Yeah, yeah we went and got our badges. badges. And then we went back because we had to get our bags or the bag right. and everything with some stuff in it. And then, yeah, I think then we slowly made our way over and slowly, like, we crossed the street. You know? Yeah, that was uh, also, Brandon, big props to you for really spearheading and coordinating this entire trip for us. You handled booking everything car hotel the flights so i know we've thanked you before but i do want everyone to know when I, there was someone we were talking to on saturday that because uh, i was i was holding the bag and we were talking to some random people by the bathrooms 
<laughs> and uh, I wanted to give him stickers. And I'm so used to you doing that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I've got the bag, so I've got the stickers. <laughs> and we're walking, as we're walking, I'm like, no, seriously, Brandon does everything. I'm just the first voice that you hear. And then I edit the podcast. So, Brandon, thank you very much for putting all of it together to make sure that we had, like, honestly, one of the best trips ever, the best trip possible. And this is, like, the smoothest trip that uh, I think could have possibly happened for us just literally getting up at the crack of dawn to get there and get back we made our flights we were home safe and sound so thank you yeah and i think we super lucked out with like we had zero zero flight issues like except i lost my dongle for my phone on the way home i'm going to check it it might be in the bag for some reason i feel like at the fest you pulled it out and you said why is this in my pocket and i said put it in the bag and you went like bloop and dropped it in the bag. Oh man, I think bag. so. Mm, plot thickens. Actually, it opens. I'll check out the break. It opens up thing. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. Before, because I think we're, we're we're running pretty we're running pretty good. This is gonna be a long one. We're, <laughs> we spent a lot of time on brunch. We still have interviews to splice in to this fucking show. Um, let's get to the fest, okay? Let's let's get to night one. It's Friday or not one? Night one. Night, night one, one for, for us. us. Night. Yeah. Night two for the actual festival. Um, it was really interesting to be on this side of a festival because we had media badges. We were able to walk in with the brewers, walk in with other media people, walk in with industry people. Um, walk in with a bag. We had- <laughs> yeah, walk in with a bag and just go straight in, and there was no lines and no crowds and anything. And we saw like the sea, the seas of people because it was all you know roped off in, in different areas uh, for people to get in. Uh, and we were able to just head straight over to whatever booth uh, we wanted to. And the first booth we stopped at, Russian River. Yeah. Dan, what did you get? Uh, I got the beatification. Yeah, it was Russian River, and there was already a line there with just the media people in there and brewers it was and it was a fast line well, when we got there at least it was fast but yeah. uh i remember on saturday that line being extremely long oh yeah because we didn't we uh we did brandon did a really cool time lapse uh, or hyperlapse video uh of people coming in but um yeah brandon and i went straight for Pliny. it's been a long time so i had Pliny. if i'm not mistaken brandon or my brother-in-law mike have uh what, what i'm sorry what beer did you have again me yeah beatification yeah beatification i i brandon do you have that or does mike i don't know i could check i think you have it in your i think you have it in your little fridge um so i i haven't had pliny in a long time so i wanted to have that again um no so this one that well the one that's in the fridge right here is supplication that's the one i left at uh, dan graciously brought back i almost actually cracked this one for this episode, but I want to save it for when we're all together because it's uh, 2016. So, ooh, oh boy, we're getting there. We probably have enough yeah, beer from... to do it. I have three, at least three Russian rivers. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, we might be able to drag Mike into this. I think our Mike not might, might not have anything left, but I think he's got Russian River. Um, from there, we kind of we had some stops we wanted to make, but it was kind of. All over the place. Like my second stop was was Revolution because I wanted Thundertaker because I had drank my last Thunderta- uh, Thundertaker can two weeks before, so that was my second stop. Speaking of which, we didn't <laughs> even mention it, but um, oh yeah, what do you guys what are you guys I'm drinking? Drinking a Deeds by Raspberries. Hmm. 
That's a 2021 variant. I'm drinking a Cafe Deeth. From? 2020. 2020. And I am drinking a bronze... G- a bronze medal uh, GABF 2022 winner of the fruited <clears throat> excuse me fruited wheat beer which is Sierra Nevada's uh, sunny little thing which is very very good I'm not sure what it's fruited with but it tastes uh, very juicy it tastes like it's orange juice um, is there anything about Friday night that stood out to you guys whether it be a beer or a brewery or or I know it's kind of generalizing uh, but just kind of a, a jump off point i've got some beers that i wanted to talk about but i feel like i've been talking for a while now as i usually do i i mean i enjoyed a lot of beers i'm really trying to remember like what did i have friday night versus saturday afternoon um dan that's why you should have been like me man make i got this <laughs> yeah these guys this like list. these guys like look, wrote at, a look at list this of all the this beers is friday so i didn't do my list until the second day because the first day most of the day I had, I was like literally anticipating recording stuff, and we didn't do as much as I would have wanted to. But um, that came in Saturday. Yeah, but but I was very concentrated on just like waiting for something spontaneous to happen. But uh, I think we have a better plan for next year um, when yeah. hopefully we get invited back and get to do this again and actually do some really cool stuff. So. Side note, I haven't even checked in my Saturday beers. I checked in my Friday beers on Sunday, and then I've just been doing a whole bunch of shit at home this week that I haven't even checked in those beers. So I can't a, wait to check those this by weekend. The no, I have no, not you look got like my haircut cleaner yet. Cut for some reason. I shaved. I shaved. Huh. There are no longer pubes <laughs> under my, my neck anymore. My wife is thrilled about that. Um, well, I do have some beers that I kind of marked off to wait, uh, that you, I got, you guys. I have one I want to say. Yeah, and please This is probably on your list. Kane, a night to end all dons. I specifically that was the next. That was exactly the beer I was about to talk about. That was one that that you you had tried and pulled me to it. Yeah, and I tried to pull Brandon, but he was chasing the uh, the uh, what do they call it? Backpack players. players, players, Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then on on Saturday we waited too long, and by the time well, not waited too long, but by the time we got over there, it already kicked. So everything uh, that was. Everything was kicking. Um, that beer was really, really, really good. Um, that was definitely one of my favorite beer uh, beers of the entire fest. I think. I think I. Te- I think I checked it in. Yeah. Uh, it was. It is uh, from Kane Brewing Company, and they're out of Ocean, New Jersey. It's Imperial Dark Ale, aged in bourbon barrels. It's funny that it says like I know stouts and ale. But they don't call it an imperial stout. They call it an imperial dark ale aged in bourbon barrels. It's 12.4% ABV. It was a lot of what I was looking for because, Brandon, what was the beer that we were that we had in 20... The Fellowship 18, of Zool. Fellowship of Zool, and that was from who? Modern Times. Modern times. That that was uh, our favorite beer when we went. This had uh, a very reminiscent chocolatey, bourbony. Um, and I don't even think the Fellowship of Zool was a barrel age. I think that was just an imperial stout that was uh, um, had a whole bunch of adjuncts in it. But uh, a night to end all dawns was was really good. Probably one, probably my favorite beer of Friday night. I think that was so, my favorite barrel aged stout of the fest. 
So, side note, I'm almost, I mean, unless just because there's only a little bit left in here. I don't know if we had the 2011 uh, Utopias, because they just poured a little bit. Oh, boy. Dude, it's almost like paint thinner. <laughs> it's, like, so strong. <laughs> it's like... The 2011 oof. was? You have a 2011? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And you're having yourself a you're having yourself a night. You've got a barrel aged uh, stout and some Utopias. I mean, I, is that is that Utopias in the glass? That's all it's in that glass right now. It's not as did much. You, did you do Liquid That's, IV before? The yeah, yeah. Shout out to Liquid IV also for keeping us uh, hydrated. hydrated. Yeah, I never. I, I, yeah, I, and I never the Happy Hour like, vitamins. Well, for me, I did. Yeah. That. I don't know if you guys did, but we did. I, think, I don't know. I did. I don't know yeah. which one helped, but one of them helped. Or both. I don't know. Um, Either way, I like Saturday whatever, morning. Whatever I woke festival up, I go to. Yeah, Saturday morning I woke up I'm feeling glorious. Like there was, it was like I could do no wrong. I felt tired, like physically, because I had woken up so early and had very little sleep, and then was up an entire like regular day, and then went to bed at a decent time and got a decent amount of sleep. And that's the kind of tired I felt. I didn't feel like I was that tired. Plus, we were doing drinking on top of that. We also didn't stay for the full, like, four or five hours, however long We it left. Was. There was probably an hour and 15 minutes left in the session. Um, but I do feel like it was a good call for us to cut out at that time. Absolutely. Um, because we were able to get up. We had breakfast at a decent hour. A lot of breakfast. I mean, a lot of, a lot of breakfast. Dinner. Dinner. Like I was gonna say, best dinner without a rush of people. Oh yeah, yeah. mellow mushroom mellow baby, mushroom, delicious, delicious pizza, and those little pretzel bite things that I said don't get, but we ordered anyways. Yeah, um, another another beer that and the stood out. That, don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That was also very good. Uh, another beer that stood out to me was Birdsong, uh, mm. their jalapeno pale ale. Dude, I, I did enjoy uh, that. I, I think we all I think we all pointed out that that was a nice vegetal jalapeno blended well with a good pale ale and with a little bit of spice. I think that kind of sums up that beer. Am I correct? Yeah, like kettle so. cooked chips. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I think. That's what Dan said. Like, really goes. He's that's like, right. It smells like kettle cooked jalapeno chips. And then I took. Well, and that's and... the kind of jalapeno that you got from it. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was such such a such a good beer. So I've another been, one that stood out. Was, I've, oh, been sorry, to, I've been to Birdsong and I had that, so I already knew. So where like where is Birdsong from? They're in Charlotte. North okay. Carolina. Now and, I'm um, curious if we were to brew a pale ale and throw a bunch of uh, jalapeno kettle chips in there, in the mash. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, we, we do, do a one gallon, do a one gallon batch. Yeah. Uh, real quick, another beer that I was very happy to try, and Dan, I know you were happy to go over there. We went over to Brooklyn Brewery. Uh, oh yeah, there, where you got uh, you got your picture, man. Who'd you get your picture with? Garrett Oliver. I don't know if he's considered the head brewer, but he he's like the face of Brooklyn Brewery and a beer writer about beer and food. And I can't remember if it's like super the, nice guy. Yeah, he's super, super nice cool. guy. Super super cool. Um, it was cool to 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 get to get a chance for me personally to try their collaboration with Run the Jewels, which was the thirty six inch chain uh, Imperial Pilsner, which overall kind of reminded me of uh, if I don't know if it's sold all over the United States, but especially in Chicago, Jevyet, uh Polish Lager. Uh, that's kind of what it reminded me of. It was good. I mean that in a good way. Like Jevyet is a good good beer uh it's cheap 
but I, I love that beer. But that was what it was reminiscent of. Like an Imperial Pilsner is is almost an oxymoron. But uh, it it was it was very very tasty, and it was very nice to to be able to finally try that because I didn't get a chance to. I didn't order it when they did the run the brews. Um, uh, thing with Run the Jewels. Uh, another place, Dan, you sent us off to right after that was the Lost Abbey. Oh, yeah, which that is – I was going to say, so I went back to uh, some of the beers I tried. I was looking at some of the breweries that were on my list, and um, that is one I was going to say for sure. Uh, so I had uh, the Duck Duck Goose, oh, which yeah. is, of course, is their Goose. It's also the is... same beer that I had. It was one of my – It was I put that as another – favorite beer of the entire fest Ooh, man this is like three of tony's first four beers are ones i dragged him to he says <laughs> you didn't drag me you guided me <laughs> you guided me to those places otherwise i just would have hung out with fucking old irving all day and drank till death until the fucking cows came home yeah no but so i will say i remember brandon got this but the carnival from lost abbey i had that the, i did it on saturday and i really dug it too i, I wish i would have tried that because you guys both said it was really good, yeah did not and i've had i had that one in the it. past it was years ago actually and i looked at my check-in i think and i think it was an event at fishman's we tapped carnival um mm-hmm. and i enjoyed it then and i that was probably one of the highlights of the night for me because it's just it's, it's such a super good beer man like it's 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 got it's got a lot of stuff that I enjoy, and it's got a lot of stuff that I wouldn't normally enjoy, like kind of playing against each other. And it's, um, yeah, it's a fun beer, man. I enjoy it. Let's try and do a Lost Abbey episode sometime. They used to I be like every. To do that. I remember you used to see their beers everywhere. I know. I went to yeah. a Lost Abbey think... event at um, Bar on Buena a long time ago. Oh, wow. I bet you we can get beer from them at Beer Temple. I don't know. I don't feel like I've seen them recently, but maybe. Well, we'll do some. We'll do some looking. Some I'm gonna jump down. I'm gonna yeah, exactly. I'm gonna jump down further. List. There's a whole bunch of other beers I can. Oh, excuse me. Easily talk about uh, like some non-alcoholic stuff. Which, I do have which, a question but, for you. So one of the yep. other beers. Well, let me let me say. All right. I remember specifically Friday night trying the Hefeweizen from Live Oak, and that was awesome. Which I just wanted to I, shout out. I don't think because it was for sure not something you would normally shout out. My, by the way, my my third like my third beer of a beer like the first beer that I tried at the fest that a beer that I haven't tried at all was uh, Luna Muerta Vienna Lager from Wayfinder. That was the first like beer that I've never had before because the first two were Pliny and Thundertaker. So that was my first like real like oh I've never had a beer from this brewery that I think I think. <clears throat> um, so I went for a Vienna Lager. So shout out to Vienna Lagers as well. Shout out for those cool soft touch pins that we got from Wayfinder. Ooh yeah, those are super cool. Uh, it's still on my badge. Uh, I also I, I did uh, wish you were wish you were here. There was a, a, a section of breweries that weren't there, but they still sent beer. I already got to try Great Lakes uh, Christmas Ale, so I'm pretty happy that in October I've already had uh, Great Lakes Christmas Ale. But uh, what I did want to say was I got to try Crooked Staves Stay the Funk in, and I chose that because that has to be. A, sh- a, a play on you know stay the fuck at home for the pandemic stay the funk in i'm thinking i'm thinking i could be wrong but stay the funk in that was f- fucking awesome and it won a medal and i don't remember what medal <laughs> and what it was for i'm pretty sure it was either silver or gold i can't remember if i tried that or not i think i got nightmare on brett which is like their dark sour uh I think so. yeah, you and I were there to get Brandon. I mean, I think you, you know, all three of us were together for most of it. But I think that Brandon, you may have been next 
at another booth or something. Which was which was the thing, which is what we did throughout the whole thing. Uh, and the other one, <laughs> corporate ladder. Oh God! <laughs> uh, it threw me for a loop, man. And it was, you know, and it's probably a good beer. It was, but the Temperado. Oh right? yeah, Temperado. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, I, it didn't click in my head that it was going to be a spicy beer, and it was super good. And then all of a sudden, it was spicy, and it just fucking threw me off, and they didn't tell me. Uh, so I was kind of bummed about that, to be honest. I. Um, I had a beer that was called like Purchase Order 001 or 002 or something like that from them. And I think it was a barrel shop, but it was like way too sweet. Way there too was sweet. one that we went back to on Saturday that I don't want to talk about yet that Dan yeah. recommended, but we can talk about that. Well, I, cover I got recommended to me also. So, but we can talk so about that here, here's, here's, here's the kicker, and probably the, the oddball out is I really liked the Champarado. I didn't mind the burn. I didn't, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it, but I didn't mind it. Um, it it threw me for a loop because the first sip I was like, "Holy shit, this is so!" Why is my mouth burning? Was the exact way that it. Well, see, and out. my mouth didn't burn; my throat did. Like after the fact. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, throat, throat. But throat. I was like, I I was pleasantly surprised um, because so for those that are local to Chicago. Uh, Old Irving does a Champarado version of their Krampus, and that's kind of what I went in thinking. And I was like, all right, Champarado. But then there's this fucking kick of spice that just came out of nowhere, and I was like, whoa, unexpected. And I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. And everyone we talked to were like, oh, my God, it was so hot. It was spicy. And I was like... It was. It wasn't that bad. Like I, I, I think it's. I think it. It caught people off guard. Well, yeah. I think that was the problem. Which is, I, like, if I knew it was spicy and I knew what to expect, it's like one of the first time I bought Pipeworks End of Days uh, spiced Imperial Stout. Um, I knew it was spicy, so I knew what to expect, and I really liked it. Champarado, I mean, there's so many different variants of. Um, Krampus that I didn't put that together because I don't think I've had that. Yeah, one. and so I'm just kind of looking at just a, a homemade recipe of Champarado in itself. And the only thing, the only descriptor in there, descriptor in there is uh, warming spices. I'm like, those were, those were, those were heat bombs that were in there. That warming, like, warming spices like cayenne pepper and jalapeno. We used sure. ghost cayenne, pepper in, in this beer. Like, it's probably cayenne. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did not need gonna, it. That, that, so I, as much as I enjoyed it, that beer would have been perfect without the spice. I'm like blanking. What was the name of the brewery again? Corporate letter. Uh, Corporate, Corporate letter. letter. I was just yeah. gonna look. They had up. all the the office stuff. Yeah. Um, from we we ended up we did. I, I was gonna say we we tried some non alcoholic brews as well. And one of the places that I really liked, uh, it was uh, Hoppy Water. It's called Hoplark. I had a mosaic hop water, a citra hop water, and a mind blowing cinnamon like water. Uh, that was re- the cinnamon water was insane. It was like all the good stuff of cinnamon without like a sweetness. It wasn't like cinnamon powder, but it was. It's hard to explain, but uh, the non-alcoholic stuff was overall pretty pretty good. Um, we did get a chance to. We stopped over at Weldworks. I didn't write down what the name was, but Saturday I know Brandon and I went, back, and I think Dan you did, did the same uh, with Craig. Um, we ended up back over at Weldworks a couple times. Um, but another yeah. one that uh, I got to try was Moore's Barrel Age Henna Birthday, which was also very good. Uh, we didn't just, you know, we, we, we still did some some local stuff. But uh, one that was recommended to us uh, by our friend Beer Goggles, Rachel, um, was Blind Tiger's Basil Beer. Oh, yeah. 
Which, by the way, real quick, real quick, um, right, r- remind me before we go to break is a good place to uh, throw in our little talk with with Rachel. That actually will count as our break for the episode. How's that? <laughs> Here we go. We don't need music. We don't. This episode's gonna be long enough where we don't need music. Uh, it'll just be us talking with Rachel. Uh, but yeah, Rachel did uh, recommend to us uh, Blind Tiger's Basil Beard, and did didn't Blind Tiger win? some type of award or am i am i wrong about that they i did i think that. they did win something but i don't remember what it was um but i was gonna say we did also talk to with rachel we talked to emma from cheers to crafts also when yes correct segment here in, the, in that yeah in the segment uh we ended up uh we ended the night at least on my list uh at sierra nevada and i think in beachwood i, I grabbed two beers but sierra nevada i had a pb narwhal which was awesome because that was the right amount of peanut butter that I wanted in a beer. That was perfect. It was like having a nice dark chocolate with a hint of, of, of peanut butter. So we, that was we hit that, was that and then we stopped one more place on the way out that night. And I'm hoping you can help me because I don't see the beer on the list. I got Beechwood that I yes. stopped at for the last place. Yeah, that where I tried uh, was that Funk Yeah. It must have been Funk Yeah because it wasn't. Oh, Luminaire. What was a Luminaire? Yeah, I had a Luminaire and Funky, yeah, and I remember those both being good. Yeah, yeah, they were both really good. But I could, if those aren't on the list on the GABF app for some reason. But I remember we stopped huh. at Beachwood on our way out because I saw it and I was like, oh wait, let's stop here real quick. And, and it, really I, I will say um, for Blind Tiger, they won two golds. Mm. Uh, Blind Tiger is out of Topeka, Kansas, and they won for their Blind Tiger Bach, and uh, which is a Bach beer. And their smoke, <laughs> smoke, smoke follows beauty, which is their smoke beer. Which also, by the way, basil, the basil beer is also, if I'm not mistaken, it's a Bach. It may have been. Yeah. I don't, no, I, when I, when I, I remember going back and actually I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, oh, I just passed gingerbread Yeti. I'm not going to talk about that one. Woof. Did not like it. Ugh. Yeah. Dan and yeah, I Yeah, it is a Bach. It is a Bach. So yeah. it is a yeah. 20, oh, get Bach. this. Hell, my Bach or yeah. 2014 Great American Beer Festival gold medal winner. Ooh. Ooh. Says right. Basil is a fantastic culinary herb. We find it lends the nuances to beer very uh, well. Yeah, we start with an, our Maybach as a base for this beer. Yeah, and my one comment on that when I when I smelled it, I was like, this smells like Thai food. And, like, and you know what's yeah. hilarious? In, in the, the best way. In the best way. Absolutely, yeah. The absolutely. description says goes well with spicy Thai food. Hey. And by the way, Funk Yeah was a Lambic. That was the last beer that we... Oh, fuck. So it was a Lumineer. A Lumineer was also We tried both of those, I so, think, back-to-back. Back. We did. So we had two Lambics back-to-back, and that's how we ended out um, Friday night. And with that, um, I think this is a good time to take a break as we're through our number one of our GABF 2022. Uh, I think we're almost an hour. Uh, recap. And uh, for the break, here is... Um, a short little interview that uh, we had while at GABF with um, Beer Goggles and who'd you say? Emma. Also, Dan? Emma. For, uh, Emma. Yeah, I cheers knew to crafts. Yeah, cheers to crafts. Sorry, Emma. We, we do like you. It was very nice meeting you. So here's that, and uh, we'll be right back for our Saturday recap, starting with were the potatoes at the hotel better than the potatoes <laughs> at brunch? You'll have to stick around and find out. Be right back. And go. All right, so we finally found uh, Rachel. Beer goggles. Uh, all right, so your yeah, thoughts. Be sure to tell everybody where we you were. You were at the uh, session yesterday too, right? All right, so what are your thoughts so far? 
Um, so far, so good. I was very overwhelmed when I walked in yesterday, like almost just turned around and left. Um, happy I stayed. Um, nice to know like the lay of the land and not, I, I prefer the approach of not having a plan. Just running around, grabbing beers here, there, waiting in line only for tacos, not for beer. Taco trucks, tacos were worth the wait because we like, they were spicy actually. They weren't white people tacos and I really appreciated that. You should also introduce yourself. Oh, sorry. I just, I'm doing what Rachel always does in crashing the podcast. Um, I'm Emma. I also write for Porsche Drinking like Rachel does. Um, my Instagram's Cheers to Crafts, Ken's Beer Goggles blog, you know, the whole thing. So go get the tacos, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. So favorite beer so far, if you have one. I loved, um, uh, we really loved that cardamom porter from uh, BJ's Brewery, which was wild. Like, did you Yeah. No, but Dan was talking about BJ's Brewery. It's really good. I have it written down. Let me quick open it. Yes. And then there's been a lot of, like, sours and saisons have been probably the style that I've been doing the most. The Imaginary Grace from Monday Night Brewing yes. was awesome. Yeah. Um, and they're out of Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. That was really good. The Funkworks Wild Number 2, awesome. Yeah, yeah Danny had that. That's one I think Matt just told us from Old Irving to go and try. There was also at the Wish We Were Here, um, like tap room area, the pickle beer. Oh, yes. From Normal. From Distill. Distill Brewery. It is a liquefied Clawson pickle. It is incredible, amazing. I eat pickles every day. Now I need to get that because I love pickles. I like. I want to go. That's what I'll go back for, like multiple times. My wife is, is, is not a fan of beers unless they're sour. And then I think it's Three Blondes in Michigan. Three Blondes Brewing. They have a cucumber goza that she fell in love with. So if I can keep finding her pickle beers. Then I get so good. So sours seem to be maybe the best way to go. I also feel like they tend to be lower ABV, and with this is a marathon, not a sprint. I'm not trying to down 15. percent I was at the Sam Adams like uh, brunch thing this morning. Yeah, so yeah, we were there. I was there, and the 29% Utopia. I'm like, I'm going to have one fucking sip of this and call it, because it's 10 a.m., and uh, I have things to do today. We all drink our Utopias. We had just, yeah, we had just gotten off a plane from Chicago Shit. and went straight to the brunch. Oh, my God. So we put up since 3, nice. but we how, also got like an hour and a half. How are you, like, doing? Vitamin, the, the IV stuff. You know, it's amazing. The happy hour we were also uh, supposed to do a tour at noon yes. that we got, like that they invited people to, okay. and we decided after the because the brunch ended like at eleven. Okay. We got back. We dropped off. We had a rental car. We dropped that off and went to the hotel. And we we're just like, our hotel's literally right across the street from here. So we were like, we could walk over there, but I was like, or we could nap, and we all just crashed. Um, we're also on a, a kind of a side quest to find the best non-alcoholic beers here as well. Hoplark. Literally, Hoplark is right here. They gave me a sedan. Oh, that's so awesome. Which one? The Mosaic one? Yeah, the Mosaic. But I loved the... They didn't have a can of the Outer Range collab, but the Outer Range collab is amazing. 
Um, uh, it's just the outer range flap. Oh! Wah, 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 wah. No, I was saying hop lark. Like, I literally, I, I love hop lark. It's so good. Did you try their cinnamon one? Yes, the cinnamon one was insane. amazing. I love like everything cinnamon always, yep. but that was fucking great. Yeah, I was like, it was nice. I said it's like everything I like about a cinnamon pop tart without the sugar and carbs. Yeah. It's great. No, I would it's fantastic. I hope they come to Illinois sometime soon. They do. They are. So you can get. It's not everything. Like the cinnamon one, you can't get, but like the mosaic one and the hop tea. They're at Whole Foods. I don't know if they're at like Benny's or anything, um, but you can get it. You can also get it delivered. I don't know what the price is for delivery, but you can get it like at Whole Foods. So, yeah. They're not a representative there, I promise. <laughs> but you're, you're selling it well, though. You're selling it well. It's so good. Like, it's just so nice to like have a non-alcoholic, like, hoppy thing. Like, like I... Having like a hoppy, hydrating drink right now is the perfect thing to do at a fest like this. So. Yeah. <laughs> there was a dance move that was involved after she said that. <laughs> say, uh, this is a listening media, so yeah, perfect, perfect for my moves. All right, well, we won't keep you guys anymore. It was good to see you. Good to meet you. Good to meet you. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll catch up again. Yeah. So instead of trying to cram this all into one episode, we're going to break it up into two parts. Come back this Thursday for part two of our Great American Beer Fest recap. This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter, bdub81, and on untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter, the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.